Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Evan Roberts. Tiki Barber. It's Evan and Tiki on WFAN, The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Oh, what a night. Oh, what a Super Bowl. We will get to every aspect of this insane game from last night. Evan and Tiki on this beautiful Monday. But I think me and Tiki can argue a little bit. I think we're going to fight a little bit. Because I respect you. I respect everything you've done in your NFL career and as an expert broadcaster. But you and a lot of people around this country are dead wrong about Kyle Shanahan. He damn effed up. He damn screwed up in overtime for the first time ever. We had the new overtime rules. And you, like everybody else, is saying, well, you know, get the ball first. If I score and they score, and we both score touchdowns, or we both kick field goals, I want the extra possession. That's what Kyle said after the game. See, he's not thinking about this the right way, and nor are you. So first of all, how you doing, pal? I'm doing fantastic. By the way, how many snaps did Kyle Shanahan take last night? Oh, don't do that. <laughs> he's the head coach of the football <laughs> how, how team. How many carries did he have? He's that well, not Christian right. McCaffrey didn't have enough. Who do you blame for that, by the way? How many incompletions did he throw last night? Yes, that's the problem. If I'm going to blame anything on Kyle Shanahan from last night, it's that he kind of forgot that he had the offensive MVP and the rushing leader in the NFL from a year from this past season in Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. To go the entire third quarter basically run 10 plays and have one carry? I agree. It's that's it's it's criminal. I agree. Now, the overtime rule cuz that's really what this comes down to. I don't think many people understood the overtime Neither role. did Kyle Shanahan. I think they know the overtime role. Oh, it's not sudden death anymore. Both teams are allowed a possession. But I don't think the concept that the clock didn't matter resonated with many people. Except for the eventual winners of this Super Bowl. What a surprise. The Kansas City Chiefs. So you're saying the Kansas City Chiefs knew what the hell they were doing. The San Francisco 49ers yes, did not. But that does not affect my belief that Kyle Shanahan did the right thing by electing to take the football. Are you open-minded? I am open-minded, but to me, football is about a couple of things. And maybe it's more because the game has evolved and it's changed like completely from even when I was playing 17 years ago. But it's always been about protecting the football, yep. field position, yep. and possessions. Yes. Most importantly, possessions. I agree. And so when Kyle Shanahan, in overtime, elects to take the ball, you're making an assumption. You're making the worst-case assumption. The worst-case assumption is that you go score, they go score. 
and then you get the chance to score again because yep. you have one extra possession of the Kansas City Chiefs, and it's sudden death. So in, in a sudden death situation, you have the football, yeah. and you have the possession advantage. So I didn't mind Kyle Shanahan taking the football, and they moved the ball right down the field. They just short-circuited when they got close, and they had to rely on a field goal, and, and then it was on their defense, and their defense – just couldn't do what most defenses can't do, which is stop Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, so you're right if this was any other circumstances in any other game against any other opponent. I'll, I'll never forget when this rule was announced a few years ago, I was under the assumption that I would be on Team Tiki. I'd be on the team of everyone out there who thinks Kyle Shanahan made the right choice, which is, hey, give me the football first because I may be able to get that extra possession. And I agree with you. There's a lot of bad things that can happen even if – you give the ball to the other team. They make one mistake, like Mahomes doesn't convert on fourth and one. You win. The Chiefs turn the ball over. You win. I get that. Here's why this is different. This is all different because Pat Mahomes exists. <laughs> and I'm serious here. So here's why. Because my reasoning for why Kyle Shanahan screwed up, I don't think is the reasoning you've heard anywhere else. I don't think it's the popular reasoning. But when push comes to shove, to me, it's the right reasoning. I want to make sure that I just win this freaking football game, that I don't give Patrick Mahomes the opportunity to beat me. Now, you may say, but Evan, how does giving Mahomes the football first do that? I'll tell you why. I'm under the belief that if you give Pat Mahomes the football first after your defense just got dragged for the final two minutes of the first half and got dragged before that and got dragged before that, that I'm giving up a touchdown. I agree. I think the odds are pretty good that you're going to give the ball to Pat Mahomes and he's going to score a touchdown. I'm with you. Here's the difference. And Andy Reid knew this. And the Chiefs knew this. If the Kansas City Chiefs take the opening possession of overtime and do what we all think they're going to do and march down the field and score a touchdown, Mm -hmm. then I get the ball. And I have a chance to end it by scoring a touchdown and going for two (laughs) and ending it and not giving Mahomes that third possession. But That's that the work? mistake you're all making. Okay, but isn't that worse? Why is that worse? I have to a go chance. go for two and miss it? Like, wouldn't that, wouldn't that feel worse? That's the right decision. It's the right decision because any other decision you make gives Mahomes a better chance to beat you. That's the point. You're talking and we are talking about maybe the new goat, the baby goat, and you have to coach differently. <laughs> and this overtime rule, it is weird. It is funky. And I'm not going to lie to you. It took me time to even get to this point. I didn't have this opinion at 10 o'clock last night, but when I thought about it more and I put my head down on my pillow and I heard what Chief players said and I heard what Niner players said, and we'll play that for you in a few minutes, I realized that this, as unorthodox as it sounds, is the most likeliest way you're going to beat Pat Mahomes. Let him score that freaking touchdown because he's going to do it anyway. Let him march down the field. You know what I mean? I don't mean let him, but he's going to. Then I get the ball back, I score a touchdown, I go for two and I win, and guess who doesn't get the ball again? Pat Mahomes. This game's over, this Super Bowl's over, and I win. And if you think that idea is crazy, if you're sitting in your car right now or you're sitting at work saying Evans lost his mind, here's the proof that I didn't lose my mind. You know who had the exact same game plan? You know who admitted after the game that that's what they were going to do? The Kansas City Chiefs. They were going to give the ball to the Niners first. If they had won the toss. If they had won the toss. They confirmed it. And if the Niners scored a touchdown, guess what the Chiefs were going to (laughs) do? And by the way, I think Kansas City doing that's a little crazy. 
I get it more if San Francisco does it. I think it makes sense if San Francisco does it. See, the problem with Kyle Shanahan, the reason and part of the reason why he's a loser who's blown how many big games now? Well, he's not it's a loser. He's won tons of games every single year. He, but he's an ultimate loser. He's a postseason loser. Because he can't win championships. You tell me all the head coaches that have blown double-digit leads in the Super Bowl and in the championship game. Because I've seen Kyle Shanahan coach teams do it now one, two, four times in his career. But that's a part of what his thinking was flawed. His thinking was ordinary. His thinking was plain. In this new world, against Pat Mahomes, he had to think bigger. And in my opinion, he damn effed this thing up, Tiki. Yeah, I mean, there's no way to there's no other way to look at it because they end up losing the football game. But but I mean, I feel like Kyle Shanahan had a philosophy, and it was to be aggressive. And he got away from it and started playing desperation OC football. What do I mean by that? It's I forget what fundamentals we do, which is run the football, which is make things easy for Brock Purdy. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. But in the in overtime, I think... His philosophy went back to what he started with, which is let's take control. I, I'm not going to give or defer to the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm going to take control of this game. We're going to go down and we're going to score. And if we don't, I'm going to rely on our defense, which was top three or top five in the NFL this year in scoring, and stop Pat Mahomes. The problem is they couldn't do it. They couldn't stop Pat so, Mahomes. So if, you if, you, that. if your argument is it's only because of Pat Mahomes, then our, then our ire – if you are, if you so be the word to describe yourselves, because it's not ire for me, I think you just have to be at a resignation stage, the inevitable stage that Pat Mahomes doesn't make mistakes in these moments. So how do you beat him if he doesn't make mistakes, Teague? How do you beat? Him? I just gave you the formula. It, it's unorthodox. You gotta, I admit you gotta, that. You got to hope that Isaiah Pacheco fumbles. You have to hope that someone runs a wrong route. Hope is not a strategy, Teague. I, I know it's not a strategy. So, but what I just laid out is not hope. What I laid out was if they score on the opening possession mm-hmm. and I get the ball, which I do based on these news rules, I have a chance to score myself and then end the game Yeah, but and I, then win the game. But That's me, not a strategy of hope. That's a strategy of balls. And I admit it's ballsy, bro. I know that. I know it's unorthodox. But guess what? We live in a world in which we are competing. We're all competing with the mon- most unorthodox quarterback this sport has ever seen because he's that damn good. Mm-hmm. And the only way to beat someone that's that damn good is to show massive, unorthodox cojones. And Kyle Shanahan didn't do that. And what I'm laying out right now, it doesn't apply to every team. It may not apply to the Jets in a postseason game next year, dare I say it, or to the Giants in a postseason game. But when I'm staring on the other side of the field and I see Pat Mahomes, and by the way, Kyle Shanahan should have been thinking about this for hours upon hours upon weeks 
and days because he knew this rule existed. We all did. And he knew for the last two weeks he was going to have to beat the very best. And that's the way to do it. It's not hoping for a Pacheco fumble, bro. That's not a strategy. Oh, I know it's not. But I'm just saying, if you're playing the Kansas City Chiefs, that's kind of what you got to hope for because he's not going to make mistakes. I'm just giving platitudes to Pat Mahomes. He doesn't make mistakes in moments. And whenever you need him to make a play, he makes that play. You remember the fourth down that you were talking about in overtime? It's fourth and one. Yeah. And I'm watching this game, and I get asked, what, do you, what, do you, what should you do here? And I'm like, I don't, I don't know. You got to do something zone readish. And I, and I got back. Do you know how many design runs have been called for Pat Mahomes this year? Mm. Design runs. Do you know how many? I don't know. Zero. That was the first one. Are you serious? That was the first designed run. So every run he's had has just been off. It's all scrambles. Wow. They don't do quarterback sneaks with him. That's because crazy. he got hurt against the Cleveland Browns. That's crazy. Right? They talked about that on the broadcast. So they don't do the tush push. Right. They don't do any of that. One design run. And he runs it on fourth and, and it's one. it's fourth and one. But by the way, <laughs> doesn't that make sense? Yes. It's the most critical moment in overtime. What call? What play are you going to call? The one that you're not expecting. Now, early in the game, and this is just a setup for this run, they ran outside zone left, and Nick Bosa comes flying down the line and makes a tackle. You remember that play? It was mm-hmm. early in the game. Nick Bosa cuts off from the backside. He's on his left side, goes all the way across, and makes the tackle. The formation was exactly the same. Exactly the same. Mm. Nick Bosa's lined up to that side. What do they do? They fake the handoff to Pacheco. They have Travis Kelsey's leaking out to the flat, so he's got to get covered by the corner. And what does Pat Mahomes do? He pulls it and picks up whatever he picked up, eight yards for the first down on fourth and one. Right? So I know I know what you're saying, that Kyle Shanahan erred by not taking the kick or not deferring the kickoff, allowing the Kansas City Chiefs to do whatever they're going to do, whether it's kick a field goal or go score a touchdown. And then now you have control, including potentially going for two. Mm-hmm. But the reality is there's a reason that the Kansas City Chiefs are a dynasty, officially a dynasty now, according to Sean, um, because he set the rules here. you got to win at least back one back-to-back. What, is he king of dynasty oh, over there? He is king of dynasty, but <laughs> his rule Tiki makes Greece. a lot of sense. Yeah. Uh, you win back-to-back in right. three and in, or four or whatever in a certain amount of time. They are officially a dynasty. Why are they a dynasty? Because Andy Reid is one of the best coaches in the history of the NFL. I agree with you. There is no doubt about <laughs> it. And it's, it's the same stuff that we talk about with Bill Belichick situational football. Yeah. Like, in situations that matter in games, what do you do? Yeah. Do you have a plan? Do you have a process of breaking it down? And the answer was absolutely yes for every moment that mattered in this game. All you're doing, all you're doing, by the way, is proving me right, Tiki, because I agree with you. But I'm not, I'm not, I'm not using that as a, as a, as a disparager of Kyle Shanahan. I know that Kyle Shanahan has his detractors. Hell, some people are saying he's terrible. You got to get rid of him. Are you kidding me? Kyle Shanahan is one of the great play callers and play designers in the NFL. He's also one of the great choke artists in NFL playoff history. But once he's... Okay, if you were the Jets, would you take Kyle Shanahan? Both can be true, Tiki. Both can be true. Would you take Kyle Shanahan? Yes. Right. Because I want to get to the opportunity to choke in the Super Bowl. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Yes, but Marv Levy, probably one of the great choke artists in all in the history of the NFL. Right? He hasn't blown double digit leads the way Kyle has. Uh, okay, but so Marv has it's, had it's, a all, few. It's, it's all context, man. You got to watch these games and see what actually went yeah, down. No, no, I'm giving you so, context. Has he contributed to their choking, Tiki? 
Yes, of okay, course. Okay, so then what? But, then there's but, context but, to it. But so did so did bad luck with Drew Gr- Greenlaw tearing his Achilles. I get it. Hopping up and down, wanting to go into the football game, and now you have Odom. Uh, what the heck his name is? Uh, of I forget the backup number forty-eight. The backup is I forget his last name now. Who who can't cover? I get. And you. now you got him trying to check Travis Kelsey, and then you're like, oh wait, I got to pass that guy he- off to a corner that's coming across the field, and now Travis Kelsey's wide open on a critical moment when you're backed up on the one yard. Line. Oren Burks. Yes, Oren Burks. That's right. So, like, luck sometimes plays a part in this, but I like I can't sit here and disparage a guy who got to the Super Bowl for the second time in four years. Yes, he hasn't won one. I'm not putting him anywhere close to the pantheon of great coaches in the NFL. He is a great play caller. He is a great football mind. And he's done amazing things for the San Francisco 49ers, save win a Super Bowl. But what I am, what I can do is say Andy Reid has reached a point. Mm-hmm. Where, it, regardless of the moment, I know that he's going to have the answer. And Tiki, and- I'm glad you said that because here's why I know I'm right about this. Because I wasn't right at 10 o'clock at night. I want to be perfectly honest with you. When overtime started, and I'm doing what the rest of America is doing, which is saying, what are these rules again? Yeah. Oh, yeah, they changed it a few years ago. My gut reaction was the reaction you had. changed it last year. Yeah, uh, two <laughs> years ago. I think 2022. Yes. So, yeah, yeah, last year technically. <laughs> right. Whatever. I'm having the same reaction, but the more I digested it, the more I realized what you just said about Andy Reid is right. One of the reasons why Andy Reid's one of the great coaches of all time is he's prepared for every single situation. And he has his players prepared for every single situation. So here is the eureka moment I had as a football fan. I'm going to play you audio of Chris Jones of the Kansas City Chiefs last night after the game talking about what the Chiefs would have done if they had the decision in overtime, and obviously in relation to what the Niners did, listen very carefully. For two weeks, we talked about the new overtime rule and how we was going to um, get the ball to the opponent. If we uh, if they scored, we was going for two at the end of the game. We kind of rehearsed it, and um, yeah. So let me get this straight. The head coach that we can all agree on this Monday morning, Monday afternoon, is now one of the greats of all time. Your words, he is prepared for every situation. Your words told all of his players, hey, guys, this may sound nuts, but I want you to hear me out on this. And we're the Kansas City Chiefs. We're facing Brock Purdy. Nice player. He ain't Pat Mahomes. (laughs) Hey, if we win the toss in overtime, we're going to give those bitches the ball. And then when we get the ball back... If a touchdown is there to tie it, no, no. We're going for two and winning it. That was the Chiefs' plan. And you know what? I'll admit it. I raised my hand. Andy Reid knows a billion times more football than me, which is why I didn't have that opinion until Chris Jones opened his mouth last night. And for me as a football fan, it was eureka. And I thought about it more. And I put my head down on the pillow. And I'm like, damn it. Not only was Andy Reid right, It actually makes even more sense for the Niners to do it than for the Chiefs to do it. Mm -hmm. Uh That's that eureka moment, Evan. It's exactly why Kyle Shanahan was right. Why? Chris Jones just revealed the plans that wasn't answered last night. If Kyle Shanahan deferred instead of taking the ball, the Chiefs would have gotten the ball first. And we just heard what Chris Jones said. Andy Reid's gone through all of this. If the Chiefs go down and score, isn't it obvious what they were going to do on the first You think they're going for two? They're going for two. I don't know about that. Because here's what going for two if you're the Chiefs does. Number one is this. You want the game to end and be dictated on Patrick Mahomes' terms. 
He knows on the other side they got Christian McCaffrey sitting there at the two-yard line. The Niners, if they were to go back, they weren't going to hand Patrick Mahomes a short field if they match scores. They would have also went for two. So the only way to stop that is, on my initial blow, I'm going for two. And if and when I get that, you're screwed. Because now your two-point conversion can only match me, and then I get a short field to kick it. So Chris Jones playing that two-point game tells me if Kyle Shanahan deferred, they were going for two. The Niners were never going to have an opportunity to win the game in overtime if the Chiefs got it. And then guess what we're all doing today? How does Kyle Shanahan defer when he wins the coin toss? <laughs> That's, right. That's exactly what the debate I would be I don't know. You tell me, Tick. Do you think Andy Reid, based on that logic, would have went for two if they had the ball first? Because I don't know if I'd buy that. Probably. You think so? Probably. That does change my philosophy. Probably. By the way, it's still now 50-50. Because but, my attitude well, may be if I stop him from getting the two, then all I've got to do is score my touchdown well, well, I win. Well, here's the here's the challenge. And again, this is an easy question to answer. Somebody's just got to ask Andy Andy uh, Andy Reid, would you have gone for two if you had... And again, it's a hypothetical that he probably doesn't even want to play the game of because it doesn't matter. All it does is create an evaluation metric to look at Kyle Shanahan. And why does he want to disparage Kyle Shanahan? Because you know what the question is is for. I think the reality of this is, is that Kyle Shanahan is a really good head coach. He is not ready to be on the level of Andy Reid yet. And we know it, and he doesn't have the quarterback to do it. Could Brock Purdy evolve into that? Could we get to the point in three years where we say, Brock Purdy? I, dude, this guy's like Tom Brady. This guy's like Patrick Mahomes. If he's got to go score points and and with the clock running down or an overtime or whatever the situation is, it's going to happen. But he's not there right now. And so Kyle Shanahan was not playing with the same deck of cards, no pun intended, being in Las Vegas, that, that Andy Reid was. When you're playing with Pat Mahomes in those critical moments and you know that a defensive coordinator, Steve Wilkes on the other side, is going to be so jacked up that Kyle Shanahan's going to have to call timeout to calm his ass down. Right, think about that. Mm. that. This happened in this game. Kyle Shanahan called timeout. To say, Steve Wilkes, you are not sending all out pressure. Stop your stop yourself. Calm yourself because you're going to get beat doing that. Andy Reid didn't have to worry about those things. Andy Reid didn't have to worry about his quarterback. Andy Reid doesn't have to worry about his best player, his tight end. He doesn't have to worry about all the things that Kyle Shanahan, with a not so solidified team yet, had to worry about. So I hear you. I I I hear you. What you're saying. I cannot and I will not disparage Kyle Shanahan from making a decision okay. that at the time I thought was right. Well, now, is it his fault for not fully understanding and not explaining to his team the overtime rule? Sure. But guess what? I didn't know that damn thing either. You're not a head coach in the NFL, right. though. But it's my job to know those things. I know, but I, didn't, I had no idea that the clock meant nothing in overtime. I had no idea. And as Tony tried to explain it, it was it – was, he was jumbling it, right? It's – I didn't, I didn't know what he was but saying. But, I respect that it's you a, hold yourself to a high standard right. as a broadcaster. You're not a head coach in the league. It's more on them to know. No, but but no, but no. here's why it matters. Because if he did, if the team didn't know, you play defense differently when you think you have the clock as your ally. When the clock is not your ally, you play with a different kind of urgency. Like, we have to get a stop. It's not, let's just keep it in front of us. And make sure they don't score a touchdown. The clock is going to run out in five, four, three, two, one seconds. That wasn't the case. It was now that I look back on it, they were playing not to give up the touchdown. They weren't playing to make the stops, right? Mm. And so my, that's that's the only issue I have. 
is not understanding that overtime rule, well, which is convoluted. And for those who still think it's convoluted, here it is. In overtime, both teams are re- are required to have a possession. And a possession can only end in four ways. A turnover, a turnover on downs, a field goal, or a touchdown. If neither one of those things occur, the possession continues. Therefore, in overtime in the playoffs, when the clock runs out, you just go to the next quarter. Mm. Right? So I didn't understand that. Most people didn't understand it. It was a little convoluted being explained, and I definitely think the 49ers defense had no clue that that was the case. Well, we've got audio proof that one franchise that played last night had absolutely no idea what the hell was going on, and one franchise was very prepared. You can guess which one was which, and we'll get to your calls next. Obviously, very heated coming out of this Super Bowl. Team, take the ball. Team, give the ball. Toll-free numbers, 877-337-6666. I get it. I get it. Last night, we were all confused. We are all like, oh, that's right. We have new overtime rules. How the hell does this work? But I'm going to present to you Exhibit A and Exhibit B. Exhibit A is the San Francisco 49ers, you know, the losers that lost last night. Here's Eric Armstead talking about the overtime rules. Take a listen. I didn't even know about the new overtime, uh, playoff overtime rule, so it was a surprise to me. Um, yeah, I didn't even really even know what was going on in terms of that. I, they put it on this, the scoreboard, and everyone was like, oh, even if you score, they get a chance still. So. Did the coaching staff ever approach that at all this week? Letting you guys know that if there is a time when it goes to OT, like these rules are different? I didn't. I didn't. I wasn't aware of it. Um, yeah, so. Yeah. You had no idea. Mm-hmm. How about Kyle Juszczyk? He's been around for a while. Well, did you know about yeah, it, Kyle? He's a Harvard kid. Yeah. You know what? I didn't even realize that oh. the the playoff rules were different in wow. overtime. So I I assumed you just want the ball because you score a touchdown and win. But I guess that's not the case. Um, so I don't really – I don't totally know the strategy there. Wow. Mm-hmm. No. 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 We no. haven't talked about it. No. Yeah, we had no – well, why would we know? Why would we have any idea? So I give you two Niner players who are open. First of all, they should lie to protect Kyle Shanahan. They should lie to every one of us and say, oh, yeah, we knew, we knew, and well, just try Kyle's to move on. not getting fired. It's not a fireable offense. I didn't say it was fireable, right. but it's pretty bad. It's, it's, it's short-sighted, it's what it is. Because when you think about, when you think about the, the NFL Super Bowl, the last thing that, you, that comes to mind is, is overtime. Now, if we want to consider what Vegas thought, then overtime should have definitely been on the, on the table. I know we kind of alluded to this on Friday. If this was a five-point spread or a seven-point spread or whatever it was, yeah, you're probably not thinking about overtime. But a two-point spread? You should always be thinking about overtime. You need to be prepared. I, yeah, but nobody thinks about oh, overtime. Oh, no, no one thinks about <laughs> overtime. Hey, Patrick Mahomes, uh, did you know about overtime rules, buddy? We joke about it, but at the same time, uh, we talk about it like every week, especially in the playoffs. We have a guy come up and tell us all the different rules, so we weren't panicked. We were wow. ready to go, and that speaks to the coaches. They keep us prepared. We yeah, gotta but, say that. Okay, so hold on. We got to say that. Okay, so to, to, to take what he said and then – infer that the San Francisco 49ers were panicked is BS. I'm not inferring they said it. I, I, I understand that, but that's what people will hear. They'll hear Pat, Pat Mahomes say that, and they'll say, well, the, the 49ers were panicked. You see how they got outplayed? They weren't panicked. They, they weren't aware, but I don't think they were taking it easy. Let's also forget, 
They didn't score a damn touchdown on their on their drive. That's because they didn't know the rules. They had no idea what the hell was going oh, on. Stop they, it. What are they going to go for it on fourth down? But by the way, they should have. I'm glad you brought that up. But yes, yeah, they actually should have. Uh, maybe fourth and four from the Kansas City nine, knowing if we kick a field goal, all the Chiefs have to do is go score a touchdown. Yeah, they should have gone for okay, it. Okay, play defense, make a stop. They're not stopping him, which, which they had done multiple times in this game. Not not at the end of the game, they didn't. The Chiefs scored on their last three possessions. Oh yeah, I know. No, last four. So so then <laughs> it matters. I know, but they didn't score early. Dude, in the this game. is. I'm sorry, this is indefensible. Like the Niners yeah. are telling you, they don't know what's going on, and the Chiefs are telling you they would. They talked about it all the time. Chiefs are Super Bowl champions. Chiefs are a dynasty. Andy Reid's in the goat conversation, and Pat Mahomes wins back to back to back. Something that's never been done. The three peat. The fabled Michael Jordan three-peat that kept getting referenced last night by Tony Romo. If that if they should do that, then Pat Mahomes jumps Tom Brady. I'll tell you right now, the Jets will have no clue about the overtime rule next year. <laughs> Robert Solo, and you know what? I'll That's be fair lie. about this. That's and, a lie. And your team, the Giants, will. Like, I think Brian Dabo will actually have his guys prepared. Robert Solo will be clueless like Kyle Shanahan. <laughs> I, I mean, this is a problem. This is this, this is an little, indictment. Well, it feels like what? This feels a little overrated, Evan. What? A the fact bad. that you have no. Niners openly saying they Hold had on. no idea what the rules were? It's more important, by the way, that the coaches know the rules. And I'm pretty convinced Kyle Shanahan did by playing the possession game. There is a million things to worry about. Your plays and everything. That is why you put trust in your coaches, call the right, right. plays, do all of that. We have a history in this league during the regular season where players didn't know the overtime rules, this, that, and the other thing. Of course the Chiefs were aware the rule got implemented due to a Chief game. So Mahomes is going to speak all of that. You can't convince me that every single one of the 53 Niners didn't know the plays. And also, I don't think you practice the overtime scenarios. You practice your two-point play. You practice. It's just like continuing to play the game. I think it's completely overrated yeah. to say the players if weren't If the Giants were the Niners, I'm sure you'd be saying that very calmly today at 236. <laughs> I'm sure. Ah, it's okay. It's okay that Brian Dable had his team no. clueless. No big deal. Sometimes no big you deal. just lose to Patrick Mahomes. How about that? And that's nothing and again, to do with the To rules. me, that's what, it, that's what this comes down to. Pat Mahomes, when he has to go make plays, has to go make a drive and win a game, he does it. 90% of the time, he does it. it, it and it, when he doesn't, it's because the refs cheat him, as we <laughs> saw against the <laughs> Buffalo Bills. Right? So it's, it's, it's one of those things. I guess that wasn't a cheat. I guess it was actually a good call. It's just You don't call it. You know what I mean? But, I get you. I get but, you. like, this is what Pat Mahomes does. He does not make mistakes. It's unbelievable. It's because I watch football. I watch a lot of football, a lot of football, and it's inevitable that any great player is going to make a mistake. You're just like, all right, he's gonna, he's going to screw up. I can just see it coming. Right, he's going to fumble that ball. Uh, he's going to throw this one behind him. He's not going to make. I don't think that with Pat Mahomes. I see Pat Mahomes, and I and I say the complete opposite. No matter what happens, he's going to make the right play. Right, it's and it's it's uncanny how he does it. Yeah, especially in the biggest moment. Let's get to your calls. A lot of heated opinions on this, plus many other aspects of this game from last night that we'll get to as the show rolls on. Matt is on Long Island. How are you, Matt? Hey guys, what's going on, Evan? I 100 percent agree with you, and I wanted to add one thing. In, yes. in, in the regular season, what makes it so obvious that you're taking the ball, you want to receive the ball first, is because you have the first opportunity. Insulted me to end the game with the touchdown. Right, you get now, an extra night, possession. Kyle Shanahan, Kyle Shanahan gave the Chiefs 
the first sudden death opportunity. You're right that he would have had one after, but the first opportunity to end the game in their control was given to Pat Mahomes. He knows exactly how many points he needs to get to either make the game go on or win the game. You handed Pat Mahomes the first opportunity to have full control of when this game ends. You handed him that advantage. You can't give a guy like that any additional advantages. Yeah, but I think like, I know what, I know what uh, Chris Jones said, but is Andy Reid really going to go for two? If wait, which if, part? If, if the if, if the, the 49ers, if the 49ers scored a touchdown, score a touchdown. Yes, they kick the extra point. Yes, and Andy Reid has this like struggle to get down the field, but Pat Mahomes makes a miraculous play. He's really gonna go yeah, for. I tell you why. By the way, that part I agree with Andy. Where I would actually differ with Kansas City is I think they're good enough where I wouldn't give San Francisco the ball first because my attitude would be if I get the ball first and I score a touchdown and they score a touchdown and don't go for two, all I got to do is get the ball back and I win. But I'll tell you why they go for two. Because as good as Kansas City's defense has been all season long, just let's get to that situation. Niners score a touchdown. They're up by seven. They kick the extra point. Jake Mooney doesn't have it blocked. And let let it not be lost. That was a huge moment in this game, too. Enormous. That's the game. We'll get we'll get to it. There's a lot of moments from this game. And by the way, Jay Feely didn't have much of a role in the broadcast because he was the third sideline reporter for the CBS uh, with Washburn and and obviously Tracy Wilson. Mm-hmm. But after the Moody missed field goal, like his report was perfect. Yeah, no, very good. It's exactly what you wanted to hear from a kicker who's done this before. No question about it. Is you easily could have said, oh yeah, this was. A great defensive play by whoever, whoever, I don't know who blocked it. Instead, he, was, he said, this is on Moody. Yeah. Who doesn't right? miss extra points, by the, the way? The snap was high, and he drove it Yep. instead of lifting it because it's too short of a feet. You don't need to drive that kick. Yeah. Just, just get it through the upright. So imagine the Niners score a touchdown on the opening possession of overtime. They kick the extra point. They're up by seven. And now Kansas City marches down the field. Same thing. McCall Hardman ends up in the end zone. They're down by one. You have a choice if you're Andy Reid. Now, think about this in simplistic terms to answer that question of, do you think they would have gone for two? Mm -hmm. If you go for two, the ball is in the hands of our modern-day GOAT. And (laughs) if he gets it, they win the Super Bowl. Right. If he doesn't, you lose. Kind of like your chances, ball's in the hands of Mahomes. If you kick the extra point, you're now putting the entire season in the hands of a defense that, as good as it is, is not Patrick Mahomes. So you're damn right I believe Chris Jones. You're damn right I believe Patrick Mahomes that if the Niners scored a touchdown and the Chiefs got the ball back and scored a touchdown themselves, they're going for two. What I don't believe, and we're never going to know the answer, Sean, so it's one of those fights we can have, none of us know, is that if they got the ball first, would they have gone for two? I'm skeptical of that. Well, I would say this. Whether you're skeptical or not, knowing what we know now and seeing how it played out, I, and every opponent thing matters. I think that's the way to play this overtime, personally. Let's go to AJ and Lincroft. How are you, AJ? Hey, what's up, guys? So, um, I'm a Jets fan, so I don't want to overly defend Kyle Shanahan, but I'm not. I'm not blaming him for this game. You know, number one, he's easily a top five coach in the NFL, and I would sacrifice my left ring finger for him. <laughs> um, number two, if it wasn't for the the muffed punt. And the mixed extra point, they win this game without having this conversation. Right. It comes down to it comes down to slaying the dragon and Patrick Mahomes, which they couldn't do. If it's any other quarterback, the Niners are winning that game. It comes down to slaying Patrick Mahomes, and it's to be very it's a very tall task for any other team to do that. So I'm not I'm not blaming the sunshine. So yeah. look, I mean, look, Kansas City came out, and 
I said it before. There's three different. There's there's many different ways to look at it. I look at it old school. It's about control. It's not turning the football over. It's about you know, like uh, field position, and it's about possessions, 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 possessions. The Chiefs ended up having one extra possession in this game because they had one extra possession in the second in the second half. Right? They started with possession and they ended with possession. So the Chiefs, but the Chiefs come out at halftime and. The 49ers dominate them. Dominate them. They get an interception. They don't get any points out of it, unfortunately. They go three and out. The Chiefs then go three and out, and they punt. They go nine plays, and they kick a field goal. They go three and out, and they punt. Yeah. And that's when the game changed. Yeah. Because the one-play touchdown, that's the extra possession, right? That's the possession that gave the Kansas City Chiefs the edge over the 49ers, and they couldn't recover from it. Because they they're just not good enough. They're not they're not that they're not that much better than the Kansas City Chiefs to overcome that mistake in that moment. Because there had been three turnovers in this game already. None of them had resulted in points. So wash them. They don't they don't even matter. They're just possessions that turn into giving the ball back to the other team. But as soon as a turnover, and this was the muff punt that Ray Ray McLeod tried to pick up after it hit um, uh, Luton's foot mm-hmm. when he tried to pick it up as opposed to just falling on it. That turnover that resulted in points was what doomed the 49ers because they couldn't recover from it. And they still could have won. And they still could have won yeah. because it went to overtime. All of those things you're right about, but they still could have won the football game. Like, no one is suggesting you lose a game because of one person or necessarily one moment. There's a lot of things that add up to a loss. So I'm not even disputing with the things that you pointed out from this game. You're right. But when you look at overtime and you look at the situation that's handed to you, A, I want my players to know what the hell's going on. One team had players that had no idea what was going on, right. the other team that did. And I think you've got to make the best decision for your team with possessions, right. with two-point conversions, and knowing what gives me the best chance to beat this all-time great team. Right. So they can do it. All right, so I gotta, we got to get to something now because we've talked about this for 45 minutes now. The new NFL overtime rule in the playoffs is nonsense. Oh, it's absolute nonsense. Really? Okay. To make the clock mean nothing is nonsense. So you think the clock should have ended the game? The clock has to end the game. I understand why they do it this way because you want to be fair, but it takes all urgency out of football. And think about think about some of the greatest moments in the NFL. It's end of half Hail Marys mm-hmm. or end of half urgency to get a f- get in the field goal position. We've got to move the ball 40 yards, get to the 35-yard line, run the kicker out there, kick a field goal. We go into halftime. We have momentum. That's urgency. Why? Because there's a clock ticking down. Let's think about the end of games. It's, oh, God, we're down by six. we got to move the ball up and down the field, right? Don't throw it in the middle. Think about this. I do this because call, I've called games and said this. You can't throw the ball in the middle of the field. You don't have any timeouts. It's got to be to the sideline. Oh, my God, what are you doing running back? Just don't get out of bounds, man. Don't go inside to try to get extra yards. There's urgency because there's a clock. You get into overtime in the playoffs, and you take all of that and you just throw it away. Mm. All right, you're guaranteed a possession. If your possession takes, you know, 22 minutes, good luck, right? Because guess what? The other team's going to get a possession too. The clock has no purpose. Like, I hate that. Because football, in my mind, is... It's competing against the component of uh, the opponent, but it's also competing against like these forces that constrain you, right? And it's the field, it's the it's the officials, and it's the clock. And overtime in the in the NFL playoffs, they have neutered the clock. 
and it makes no sense to me. No, I got you. It makes absolutely no It turned out not to no matter, sense. though. It didn't matter because the play design was was genius. You go in that return motion, that quick, short return motion, and you get Nicole Hardman confusing the defense because they think they're passing it off interiorly. Instead, he still had him, and he comes back out, and it's easy playing the flat. By the way, they ran the same thing in the fourth quarter against the Eagles uh, last year. So, like, you, you, you love the play call, and it didn't matter, but the clock had no purpose. It was weird that the clock had no purpose. I, I hated that. I hated <laughs> that. But to, to be fair to these rules... This has the the clock has been this way in overtime in the NFL playoffs forever. The the clock has never meant anything. We've had double overtime before in the playoffs. It comes down to the however you determine the winner. No, 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 no. Hold no, on. You got no, that completely no, no, wrong. No, no, no. no because Tiki, they time went out, out by three at the end of one regular time out. overtime. If that if 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 Miko Hardman gets tackled, Sean, listen to me. Uh-huh. If Miko Hardman gets tackled on the two yard line, as opposed to scoring a touchdown, the clock runs out. Right. The game is over. No, no, no. This Guys, this is not new to these overtime rules. I just looked this up. In overtime in the playoffs, it is stated it is, you're, you're playing you're this like the game. Sean, because it happened in 71. It's not tied. The, the game was tied, jackass. Yes. This, this game wouldn't this game have been tied. Not tied. But it's always been this Sorry way. Sorry for screaming at you. What's with the name calling? Look, Sean, I'm not, I'm not Sean, trying to fight. Sean, Sean, not I know what you're saying. No, you're not listening no, you're to not. what I'm saying. The 49ers had a three-point lead. Yes. Right. So the Chiefs... Run this play, this 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 the slip route into the flat. Correct. They run this play. Let's say that the cornerback tackles him on the two yard line, and the clock runs out. Right. That's overtime's over. Okay. The 49ers win the football game. Right. <laughs> the reason it, they didn't, even if he had been tackled, is because the new rule neuters the clock. Right. The new rule says you have the football until your possession is over. There are four ways for that to happen. As I said earlier, a turnover, a turnover on downs, a field goal, or a touchdown. But the clock meant nothing. And I, that's what and, I'm railing on. And no, by no, the way, I'm before, railing before, on the fact that the okay. clock means and nothing. And before you continue, Sean, yes, there's been double overtime games in NFL playoff history. Uh, when in 1971 the Dolphins played a double overtime game, or when the Jets and Browns played a double overtime game in '86, the game was tied. Okay, no, Evan, so Tiki's point is that literally, if that clock runs out, a team would have been ahead going into <laughs> Listen, a second overtime. I, I want to make this very clear. That makes I, no sense. Of course, I agree with Tiki. I wish the clock had drama. All I am saying is these particular rules. The clock part that you're bringing up is only highlighted because of the chance to match or take the lead. What I am saying is even when it was a field goal wins in overtime and that's how you ended it, uh, these rules still apply no, no, where when 15 minutes uh, rolls yeah, out yeah, the Sean, game. Sean, 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 if the game is still tied at the end of overtime in a playoff game, they were never calling it a tie. Of course the game had to continue. With Tiki, see, you're annoying me because you're not getting it. I Tiki is making it. a salient point, which I kind of agree with, which is <laughs> – how could you go to a second overtime with a team ahead of another team? Like, do you remember the Ravens-Broncos overtime game, yes. double overtime game at Mile High? Yes. Do you know what the score was at the end of the first overtime? I don't remember. It was tied! Evan, <laughs> no kidding. No crap, Sherlock. That's not what I'm saying, and I agree with Tiki's point. My point is simply this. It's only highlighted now because of the rules, and I agree with Tiki. We should make the clock part of it. But you're thinking it more logistically. Overtime, double overtime. Whether it's 1993 or 2017, they have started overtime with the same said. <sighs> Think of this as a new game. Your I, overtimes I are viewed okay, as quarters. But, okay, but hold on. So it wouldn't be till the end of the fourth yes. overtime that the clock mattered. What? Oh my God! Oh my You've God. annoyed Tiki. Go kiss ass. Yeah, oh, you can say, "Oh my God, that's, that's how it works." True. That's not. Because you're not Sean. making any sense, okay. Sean. That's not true. 
Don't, li- don't, don't listen to him. Don't I, listen it's to a him. thousand percent true. But it's not true, Sean. If the game ends in overtime, if the, if, if the 49ers, if the 49ers had got the football and they had gone down and kicked a field goal, let's say that the Kansas City Chiefs, they come back, they kick a field goal. It is now uh, sudden death, right? And that game goes into the time, the clock expires. It goes into the second overtime. Right. Right? But <laughs> if the 49ers go and kick a field goal and the and the Kansas City Chiefs come back and they don't kick a field goal on their initial possession, that game goes also into second overtime. Sure. And it sh- my point is, all I'm saying is that it shouldn't. The okay. clock should matter. So if that's the case, and I again I agree the that clock the clock should matter. Should matter. Then it shouldn't be 15 minutes. Why? It's got to be longer. No, because <laughs> no, no, because now you're putting again too much value on the coin toss, which was the point of of this new rule to begin uh, with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? What? Because if you win the toss and then you take the ball, yes. all right, and you score, yeah. and let's say you have that long drive and you give them a short amount of time, that's the whole point. Now it's too much emphasis on winning the coin toss, which is what we're avoiding with these new rules. Oh, yeah, You've annoyed Tiki. Yeah, you have. Yeah, not annoyed Tiki, annoyed Tiki and Evan. Right. You're doing both of us equal amount. My, my point is... I understand your point, by the way, and the I, clock, I get The clock what you're means saying. nothing, and that frustrates me. Yeah. You know what was so weird about this? So this is obviously the first ever game we had of this overtime rule that they created in 2022. We'll call it the Josh Allen's a big baby rule. (laughs) Is that fair? Can we call it that? Yeah, that works. Josh Oh, no. So it's all new to us. And, yeah, I think as we all sat down for that overtime, we're all like, okay, so how does this work? We haven't seen it yet. And I I wasn't even thinking about it until Tony tried to explain it. And I was like. (laughs) What in the hell is he talking about? Well, <laughs> when overtime started, I remembered, oh, yeah, we have these new rules. Yes. Even if you score a touchdown the way the Patriots did in 16 against Matt Ryan or the Patriots did against the Chiefs in the AFC title game of 18, right. the game isn't over. Yes, because the other team is guaranteed a possession. What I didn't understand is that the possession is not governed by the clock. Right. Which I didn't even realize. Like as the clock was running down, I'm starting to think out loud. How does this work? Yes, and, and so then Tony I start trying to explain it. Right, and I agree with you. You take away the urgency. Look, I don't love these overtime rules. I didn't love it when they changed it a year ago. But we live in a world in which you have to react to it, and you've got to put yourself in the best position to win with the rules you have. In my opinion, Kyle Shanahan didn't do that. We'll take more of your calls coming up at 877-337-6666. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.